Okay, there we go. Hello, we're back. We're play we're continuing with Act 2 in Cthulhu, the Romanian Imperative. Session two. We got a full party here. Everyone's present. And we well I'll do a recap after. Uh we'll go around, we'll say everybody can say who their character is, who they're playing, and uh we'll do a recap and go from there. So Jeff, tell us about Pavel. Uh, I am playing Pavel Voracek. He is from the Czechoslovakia. He is uh, he is translator and occultist and dreamwalker and has very cute, adorable, very smart and useful marmot sitting on his back in wicker basket. Yes, he speaks he speaks many languages. Went to sleep last night. Learned Romanian. It's quite <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> For, forgot Hebrew, but you know, win some, lose some. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, Harry is going to be brother-in-law, <laughs> which is wonderful because sister kicked by mule. So make her very happy. <laughs> Harry Hammer. I'm going to be in character. I am not breaking. No more <laughs> Jeff tonight. Just Pavel for the rest of the... <laughs> that is Pavel Voracek. <laughs> very good. All right, uh, Megan, tell us about Ruby. Well, uh, Ruby McKay, she's from the bustling hub of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Um, yes. She's worked. <laughs> she's worked in in um, uh, this diner for all of her working life, and all of a sudden, this this tall, quiet gentleman comes in, and it was love at first sight. Um, from that moment on, her and her Roger were inseparable. So when Roger decided to go and fight for the British, there was no question she was going also. So across the pond, they went uh, on the eve of uh, his first, um, where, where she studied to be a nurse. Um, and uh, on the night before his first deployment, East London bombardment, um, she woke up in a field hospital only to find that the entire building had come down and she was the sole survivor. But she couldn't figure out why she could still hear Roger's voice. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Very good. All right. Uh, and Harry Hammer. So Captain Harry Hammer, um, before the war started, was uh, doing postdoctorate work in applied physics and mechanical engineering. But when the war broke out in Europe, he knew what he had to do. So he enlisted. Uh, he's a big guy and he was in good shape. Uh, so they started running him through uh, running him through basic training when they realized just how smart he was. So he got pulled and seconded to uh, the Majestic program as a special weapons researcher and designer. Given the rank of captain, Harry now is field testing some of Majestic's weapons while working with Section M, uh, and a secondary mission of trying to capture any enemy technology that he can get his hands on. That's right. You just remind me to take away the one momentum you had. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, our weird scientist. Because this is like World War II, but with Pulp and Cthulhu and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Jeremy, tell us about Jonathan, our super soldier. Sergeant Jonathan Morris is, I wouldn't call him super. He's just doing the best he can. Career soldier from the States. The reports of his death were greatly exaggerated. He was put through an experimental procedure, blood transfusion, if you will, 
now he's a little detached from the world, but he really likes, he still gets to break skulls of the people that deserve it. He's a simple man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and joining us is Henri River B. I don't know how he said that in French. I don't know. I can tell you his name is Henri Flu Abbe, which apparently is French. I looked up the pronunciation, so it's River B, but in French. Uh, he is a commander in the local resistance, which I guess is in Romania, because I guess that's where this is all taking place in. Um, <laughs> He wears a uh, necklace around his neck of like a white kind of uh, wooden leaf that uh, is what gives him his occult ability. He's kind of like a stealthier rogue type guy that's been trying to lead the resistance against um, all sorts of badness that's been nearby. So, okay. You're, and you're French French, like from France. Yes, he is from France. Okay. All right. All right. All right, we what did we do last week? All right, so you got your mission from Hunter. You were to go to the Transylvanian mountains, uh, where there were sightings of a blimp. There was a, or a zeppelin, we should say, uh, and which is weird because after the Hindenburg, everybody gave up on on zeppelins. So there was photographs of the zeppelin. It's funny in the description of the adventure it talks about photographs of a zeppelin with blue lights, but I'm thinking like they didn't have color photographs back then, so they told you that there was blue lights all over it. You didn't see it in the photograph because the photograph was black and white. Uh, maybe Majestic has color photographs. I don't know, Ooh. but um, yeah, photographs of the zeppelin. Had blue lights all over it. Uh, you were to go there, learn what it is, what they're doing, and commandeer it and steal it if you can. You don't have to, but your mission is to get in there, get information, find out what's going on, and get out. But if you if you can steal it, steal it or blow it up. You can also destroy it as well. Uh, German occupation in the area is zero to none, so that also made it odd that the Germans were there. In the very, very remote location that they are in. Uh, there are a few outlying airfields around the border of Romania currently, but there's no German occupation. They believe that the airfields are being housed to uh, invade Greece in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, so this just doesn't check with everything else that's going on with the war currently. So you're sent there, you take a plane, you met up with a, a operative by the name of Gregor. Was it Gregor or Gregory? Which one is Gregor. your hamster? Gregory. It was Gregory. Gregor, very powerful moment. Okay, Grigori, and he was your truck driver. He got you back behind enemy lines. It was a little tense. You had some run-ins potentially with some Germans, but you made your way past that. You paid off local authorities, and you avoided uh, the attention of a couple of German soldiers and officers that were present at the at the checkpoint. Uh, you also encountered more Germans that passed you on the road on your way to the village. Do you remember the name of the village? It is Zult. Zoltan? Zoltan. Zoltan. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but you got there. You got there eventually. And uh, your good buddy said he's going to wait for you and he's going to come back at dawn and dusk every day for your return to bring you back uh, and get you out of there. He's a good guy. He's a good people. He also brought you uh, bacon filled buns for breakfast yes, the did. first morning and got you whatever you asked for. 
Zoltna is the name of it. Uh, you got to Zoltna. You met an old man by the name of Darius who Darius. Uh, brought you in. He gave you shelter for the night. He told you of how the Germans came to Zoltna, took all of the young, able-bodied folks to go work for them nearby. Uh, you also learned of the the history of the castle in the in the area castle pietra alabastra and it was a tale of the baron who once watched over the lands uh had mines in the area and he dug deeper and deeper and deeper until he released some sort of evil and demons poured out and killed everybody and everything in the area um but those that's just stories and nobody's really gone there since and I think that uh, the book covers everything, doesn't it? Yep. Okay. Yes, yes. Very good. Good. <laughs> uh, we will be using Sirenscape for sound effects and such again. Ooh. So if you guys are logged into that. I know, Jimmy, you asked about it post-game last week. I don't know <laughs> if you got it set up or not, but... I think I do. I've got it, I've got it pulled up. I think I'm Ex- ready. Excellent. Oh yeah, Evan joined the game. Jeff joined the game. I can see them all popping in now. <laughs> so we'll just use that for just ambiance and everything. Oh, we also need to thank uh, Modifius for sending Garblight Games copies of the latest release of Actune Cthulhu. Uh, thank you so much. And that is because of them. That is why we are playing this. So, uh, let's get into it. Do we need to refresh on the rules or anything like that? You guys have no momentum because the scene has changed, but I'm currently setting on, I think, 10th threat. If you look at the Oh, you can't see it on the overlay anymore. <laughs> um, 10 threat. My threat doesn't go away with the changing of each scene. So. Sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Aaron kept giving me more and more. And I, uh, and I know. couldn't say no. Classic I, Aaron. I know. I suck. I just suck. Well, I, I like to make sure that it's entertaining for all of us. There you go. It's okay. We're going to safe place. Castle. They're very strong. They're very good. You know, they they withstand invaders, so can't possibly be bad. Are I'm we like... the ones invading? Oh, shoot. Yes, Jonathan. You yeah, you are right. We're more infiltrating, right? That's different than invading. So we'll we'll be fine. Okay. I I'm think. Just... I don't know. I am not the the tactician boom we have threat and momentum now on the overlay like that it's magic all right cool so uh you rested for the night you had that that tale from the the little old lady mother of the demons and all that Henri is here he 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 was scouting ahead so he's here waiting for you you've now got uh him as part of your company as you get you're gonna head out to the area tomorrow um darius did say that there was a old hunting trail that you could use to get over there and kind of stay out of sight and, and he provided you a map for those purposes so we'll say the next morning rolls around and before you leave he hands you mm, who, who's the one who seems like they've been in charge the most uh Oh, well, very clearly, it's uh, Pavel. It would, it would be, it would be Harry. I think, I think my brother-in-law would be would probably. Well, you did this. communicate with him the most, didn't you? Two chat in German. I think oh, you... the, the yes, yes, I am translator, Matthew. I so he goes uh, many languages. Here's a map to take of area I drew out for you. Uh, oh. One, one, one thing to consider: there is hunting paths. 
And when you get to an old camping area, you can then take a small cave down into valley, and you should be undetected. But you can also continue on northwards to get to castle. Wait, so we can go in cave or we can go northwards? Like, we have choice? We have, like, you you, pass? You you will see when you get there. Oh, oh, good. Okay. You will understand. It's it's hard for me to explain. Yes. Let's speak in the Romanian. I've remembered. I speak Romanian. Let us talk in it. (laughs) Your Romanian is beautiful. (laughs) Oh, I had good night's sleep. I feel better now. Very thank you. Very thank you. Uh, He also asks, he goes, "Uh, one more thing I did not mention last night. My boy, Kadarin, he got taken by Germans. Can you please check and make sure he's okay and tell him his father worries and would like him to come home? He's... He's most likely worker there. I mean, listen, we're on very important mission, you know? So, like, if we can do that, yes, yes. But, you know. Yeah, of I, course. Of course we will. We are old friends now. I will oh, definitely look. Thank what you, is thank What is son's name again? One his, name is, his name is Kadrin, and he's uh, he's early 30s and uh, light brown hair, beard, and he's got a scar on his left cheek. Oh, oh, very good. That's many, many details. Good. Scar yes, on yes. left cheek. Well, there's there's lots of people down there, so this will help you find my boy. Oh, I could also just call by name, like Kajlin. Hey, and he's like, hey, I'm Kajlin. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. Very useful. Because someone could lie, say, hey, I'm Kajlin, but it's not Kajlin. That would be bad. Um, thank you for your hospitality. I think we ought to be going now. Yes, yes, you should get going. You've got to travel ahead of you. It is cold. The trail is not very used often, so it will be a bit of a hike. And be careful. It is quite treacherous in some spots. You will be going on side of mountain. Excellent. What is this word? Uh, tell me. Oh. She called you stupid face. Like your face looked like very unintelligent. No, she said very complimentary things. She said thank you with very gusto, with much you are, energy. You are a strange man. Why did we not converse in Romanian last night? I don't know. It's very. I was very drunk on life. It was, you know, like that. You know, the mountain air gets to face. You're high. Strange. You're high on life after touching Gregory's inner thigh during the trip. The whole whoa, day. whoa, hey. You made that weird, Matthew. I just was trying to reassure him. Then it got weird. I don't think I don't think Ragori is going to be waiting for us in the town. By the way, I meant to talk about this earlier. I think he might have uh, cut the uh, cut the cut the cord on that. We burned the bridge. That's okay. We find Uber. It'd be fine. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you head out. It's the break of dawn. Again, it's cold, frigid February in the mountains. It's snowy. Uh, you are you do have gear, though, for the cold weather. You're given that on your mission. Let's boot up some sound effects here on um, Sirenscape. Mm, snowy wilds. Sounds appropriate. Oh, and it stopped. <laughs> It started, and it stopped. All right, so you guys head out. You have your gear. You have some food, some provisions. You've got a map from one of the locals. You go out and hit. 
the old hunting trail. Um, like he said, it um, it is not well used. The only signs of use you find, like the odd like deer or goat tracks through the snow here and there. It looks like hmm, probably a week or so ago, maybe a horse and cart uh, made its way towards the mountains on this path. But as you keep going, it gets narrower and narrower and a little bit more treacherous as you make your way to the side of the mountain as the village gets further and further out of sight. Now, you get to a fork, which is on the map, and the fork splits either to the right, which is, as his map shows, is the main track into the valley, or you can uh, take the left fork, which takes you uh, towards the the castle ruins themselves. Which one was the? Which one would go to? Our, I'm sorry. Well, oh, I am. I don't know what happened. To me. Very strange. <laughs> oh, broke character. Oh, I have much different language. It's never gonna uh, be. It. So, uh, which way is the small cave? Is it the? the so the small cave. I kind of explained. Like, so you're going down into a valley. He explained the the night before, and to get down to this valley, kind of undetected. There's a, a small little camping area that hunters and such use, and there's a, a path or a cave that leads down into the valley from that, that camp. So that would be to the... That would be away from the castle. <laughs> away okay. from the ruins. So we have choice to make. I leave it into much more prepared people's hands. Well, question is... We don't have any recon on that castle at all. I don't, I don't fancy marching right up to the gates of those ruins and trying to figure out what's going on. Maybe we should take the, the path down into the valley and see if we can get some more intel before uh, we we formulate a, an attack plan. What do you think, there, Sergeant Morris? I mean, I'm not against just kicking indoors, but. You know, you're the man with the big brains, so that's why I'm not a captain, and you are. Well, you make a good point there, Sergeant Morris. <laughs> how, how about you, Henri? You're our, you're the local oh. resistance. I, I did not know uh, anyone wanted to talk to me. Uh, I, I was walking this whole time in the back, and no one said anything to me. I, I actually do not know anyone's names, and this is kind of awkward. I would just had my hands in my pockets following you, munching on my baguette. But uh, now, now that we are, now that we are at the stop, uh, uh, I'm Henri Fleuve Abbe. It is uh, Riverby for those who speak English. Um, uh, it's a pleasure to meet uh, all of you that I'm sure you introduced yourselves to me. Uh, you didn't, that's very rude, but that's okay. I'll just, uh, I'll just uh, look at you and follow, I suppose. Uh, you do whatever you want. I'm just a local trying to uh, rid the castle of demons. It's, uh, you know, just another Saturday. <laughs> okay, so, Henri, let's focus. Let's focus down here a little bit, buddy. This is your area. Where do uh -huh. we go? Oh, well, do you want to be safe or do you want to be bold? I mean, if you want to be safe, you have to go to the caves. Do you want to just go knock on the door like uh, what did this, uh, Mr. Morris said? Yeah, it's up to you. Okay, let's go I am safe. A, I'm a <laughs> sneaky person, but I, I've never met you. You guys, he has a, what do you say, a marmot? I don't even know why that's here. Oh, oh I am very inconspicuous, as we have proven multiple times over <laughs> the past, you know, 
day or two. So no, we can take. You know, maybe we can split party. Half can take the, the one path to you know the castle. Oh yes. My father uh, said that's always a great idea to split the party. <laughs> Pavel, that's not going to okay. happen. We're we're staying well, together. How about okay. you and your marmot go one direction and the rest of us go the other? That sounds like... That's very hurtful. There's no reason for you to be hurtful. No one was hurtful last night. You have to be hurtful. <laughs> I, just, I just fed him a little bit of my baguette. He's No, no, no. He only eats meat. Do you know like they say uh, they say baguettes are the lambus bread of our world? <laughs> it lasts forever. I, is that like... Is, is, that, is that like You'll some never sort of... When did, I don't know when Tolkien came out. It's not. No, it book. came out. <laughs> when Lord of, Hobbit was out. Hobbit was out. Was out yeah, but yeah. not uh, Lord of the Rings. Anyways, let's go the sneaky way. I know because I've do, been doing research for One Ring. Oh, like yes, Jeff did. Yes. Like, oh, no. To come ex, let me, become let me expert on about, uh, Let me tell you all about Engmar. What different time? Different time. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's continue on. <laughs> You're going to get closer and closer, and that's fine. So the path is going to get more and more treacherous as you keep going. Uh, there are steep drops, coarse, spiky bushes rubbing and brushing up against your clothes. You can feel them scratch your skin as you go by. Uh, and it is getting more and more overgrown and covered with snow as you go in places. There's even, like, fallen rocks about. I need everybody to make me an agility plus survival test with a difficulty of one as you navigate this treacherous trail so do we click agility or survival or so survival. you're gonna click on survival click and then survival. on the top left hand corner of your of uh -huh. the pop-up you can change the yeah, attribute to agility and mm -hmm. so you want at least one success boom, boom and then what do you what do you, what does the minus one mean where do we put that at there's no minus one, just so you know the difficulty. So if you wanted to buy more dice, I'm giving the opportunity so you know you need at least one success to pass this. Um, so if, say something was like three successes, but you're only throwing two dice. The only way you do that is is if you got a critical, like a, a one, uh, to, to get extra successes. But you can also buy with momentum extra dice up to five, or you can give me threat and buy up to five extra yeah, dice. It's like on pushing a, a roll type of Yeah, thing. exactly. So that's why I'll always give you like the target number you need to succeed, and then you can determine if you want to spend mm -hmm. momentum or give me threat. But it looks like everybody's passed, and we've uh, we've built up some momentum here for the yep. scene. Dun, dun, dun. How much, uh, how much additional momentum we have? One, three? It looks like I've so. got uh, three. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. Okay, let me add that to the tracker for all y'all. One, two, three. You should be able to see that now. So you all make it through. I don't know, one of you, is one of you kind of like scouting and going ahead and, and, and breaking sure. the path for everyone? Is that Henri you, Henri? Knows, yeah. So you're using your, your tracking and survival and all that good stuff. And because of your skills and your prowess at this, uh, everybody else makes it through. The people at the back of the pack are even making it through with ease. And uh, your, your party is going to benefit from that. Let us, let us, I'm going to show you a map. Bear with me here. Lettuce. Boom. All right. Map of the valley. Can you all see this? Mm. Yes. So I'll put this up on the overlay for everybody as well. Boop. Where I pinged there, first side of the valley. So that's where you came out. You got Zaltna behind you. As soon as you come out, you can see there's a work camp below you in the valley. You can see the Zeppelin to the east 
you can see the ruins to the north and the little cave sneaky way into the valley is just north of you so you've got this is your map of the area you see this big valley in front of you bear with me as we get and the the blimp is our mission yes the the zeppelin is your mission so eventually you uh you get to the top there and you see a valley before you there's some 150 yards below you so you're up pretty pretty high at the southeastern edge are dark coniferous trees clumped together and they become really sparse you can see a a river breaking out from the from the uh the forest there uh the ruins of the castle can see be seen about a mile and a half to the north the land surrounding the ruins and for almost a mile around them are almost completely devoid of plant life. There's nothing growing there. It's just dead winter wasteland. There are a few hardy bushes clinging to the sides of the two waterways down below you. You also uh, see directly to the east of you, just about, uh, your mission. You see the Zeppelin floating there motionless in the air. Almost exactly level with you. Like with the the outcropping or that you're on above this valley. Uh, how's, it, how's, it anch- how's it anchored to the ground? Uh, How many lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Even from this distance, without making any rolls, you can see three ball-shaped turrets along the side and another on top and a small plane slung underneath. There doesn't seem to be anything tying it down. Uh, go ahead and make me ba, 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 a reason observation test with a difficulty of two. You can use the but you're using, we're gonna say you're using the binoculars to take a look at the the area over there. Can I use can I use engineering instead of observation to try to understand the mechanics of it since I'm a mechanical engineer? Yes. And the stat was reason. And if everybody's okay, I'll spend one momentum to give myself uh, a third dice. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Don't fuck it up. I will try not to fuck it up. Please, Hammer, don't hurt us. Two successes. Two successes. <laughs> All right. So you do see that there is a gondola uh, that can go up and down from the the uh, Zeppelin itself. But it doesn't seem that doesn't seem to be its tether. You actually see that there are these like blue lights all along the zeppelin, the top, the bottom, and the sides, and they light up every once in a while. And it almost seems like they're compensating for wind, maybe pushing up against it. It's it almost seems like this these blue lights are almost like keeping it afloat. And able to to anchor it in place, but there's no tether or anything else. Do I see any other type type of conventional engine uh, that would be associated with 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 a zeppelin like this? Any anything of that nature? Yeah, there is there is still a conventional en- engine okay. on the back of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you did specialized engineering. Okay. Yeah. You from here also you can see that there are tents below. The Zeppelin, without having to make a roll, it looks like there's six field tents uh, arranged in a circle around a central storage tent. Uh, if you guys want to kind of do some reconnaissance and know more about that, we can make some more rolls. We can basically roll on everything on this map here to 
to get more details uh, of what's going on there. You do have the binoculars. But uh, was Darius's son? Did they say was that the work camp or the mine? The yes, the work camp. So we should mm. we should make. I mean, if we have opportunity, he was very he was very nice to us. We should you know look for his son, and even if we find his son, perhaps his son could give us uh, you know the the uh, the lowdown. I think the Yankee Doodle say for what's happening here. Well, yes, I, I like where your head's at, Pat, Pavel, <laughs> but we really need to think tactically about this i mean obviously we can't all go into this work camp i don't pass as a local i don't speak the lingo i don't I, that well i mean you clearly could pull it off Henri looks like a local but i don't think sard morris and i are gonna are, are gonna look like anything other than a couple of yankee soldiers so we'll have to go in over the cover of night and and you guys are gonna have to be our tip of the spear while we hold outside of the camp and Ruby is like Shadow. She just pops up out of nowhere. So that, you know, she could come. Absolutely. I think the three of you could probably infiltrate the camp. And if things go pear-shaped, well, Sergeant Morris and I will hit the ground running. But that means bivouacking here till night, maybe doing a little more reconnaissance with the binoculars, try to get a feel for things. But maybe inside the cave might be the safest place to spend the night. I just uh, am not sure how much we care about just one person, you know? I mean, there is a whole camp full of people, but we want one guy with a scar that seems a little selfish. So one of your missions was to also gain intel and information about what's going on. I'll give you guys a, mm -hmm. like, while you're, you're also, like, we'll say you're scanning the valley, and I'll give you rundowns of what you can see without having to make rolls. So that encampment there just below you that work labeled work camp um situated close to the cliffs it's approximately 900 yards southeast of the of that cave just north of you uh and it's made up of four large field tents two smaller ridge tents uh almost arranged in like a rectangle you can see that there are fires currently going on uh and from here you do not see just scanning it with binoculars you don't see any soldiers any german soldiers present currently and it looks like there's just, uh, you can determine these these are most likely the locals. They're just milling about. People are around the fire. They're kind of chatting. They're socializing. Uh, yeah, just seems like a little hive of activity. No uh, no security measures at all? No Constantino wire? No? No. No, hmm. not at all. Do we see any presence, any German presence at all between the work camp, the, the, the Zeppelin, and the castle? Any patrols, any vehicles, any? Yes. Um, let's uh, let's go through this so we can make some rolls on determining where Germans and troops and all that are. Um, what else we got? We got the ruins from here with the binoculars. The ruins... Looks like they consist mostly of large collapsed sections of stonework. There seems to be no activity there at the site currently. Again, we can make a roll and you can determine if there's more going on there. Um, and just looking through the binoculars, you can see that there there are at least a dozen German troops, soldiers, 
over by the Zeppelin itself, like in those surrounding tents. So you can see there are patrols there that are standing. They're guarding the camp. You can see that there are soldiers who you're assuming are off-duty milling around. They don't seem to be, like, on guard or anything like that. You can also see with your binoculars um, three... Uh, German soldiers posted outside the mine entrance. There are currently no workers outside the entrance, so you're assuming that they're guarding the the um, the locals that are working in there. Uh, and that's all you can tell from here from now. It looks like a majority of the opposition is over by the Zeppelin. Let's train the binoculars on the ruins and see if we can pick out any greater details about the castle. Yeah, you can... Anybody who wants to take turns with binoculars can make me an insight plus observation test at a difficulty of two. Insight? Insight, observation. Anybody got a really good insight? What is good? Oh, tool to Twitch also bought you one, two, three, four, five. Momentum. If I were to put number on it, Harry, future brother-in-law, it might be the number 11. Because... Pavel... I am very insightful and inconspicuous. I am many things that begin with the prefix "in," like intelligent as well. <laughs> Pavel, all I gotta say is I'm really looking forward to meeting your sister. And I hand him the binoculars. <laughs> Take a look at what's going on. Take a look at what's going on in the castle. <laughs> Inside observation. Okay. Yeah. My observations. Now remember, we can only have a maximum of six momentum at any given time. So okay. you might as well spend one. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I will spend moment. I will spend one to get the third the third die, and I will roll. Uh, two, two successes. Two successes, that's what you needed. All right, so looking at the runes themselves, you can see that there's definitely the snow around these runes have been disturbed recently. Uh, you can also see that there is a rope secured to some sort of, like, uh, pulley in the ruins because the ruins like the castle's completely blasted open like there's no castle anymore it's just like partial walls stone here and there and looking in so you can see that there's like a rope and pulley leading down into the ground from here uh and it looks like there's discarded tools all around the area and just scattered footprints but no presence of soldiers no presence of workers there's nobody there right now whatsoever So yes, the, no one there. I, I'll convey everything the narrator voice just said. <laughs> That's weird. So clearly they were doing something there at the ruins, but they're either done for the day or they've abandoned it. I don't know if that fits into our mission profile or not. What do you think, Ruby? I, to be honest, I think uh, I think what we need to do is go down and, uh, and get some more information from those workers. They'll know, because if uh, if anything's going on at the mine, then the Nazis aren't doing it. These poor chaps are. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. So we hit the work camp tonight. But we you had mentioned earlier that we could see German patrols around the valley yeah you're up here doing reconnaissance you're giving it some time uh, and you guys passed jeff passed that role so i'll give you some more information so 
Is that your plan? You kind of want to wait till nightfall and just kind of observe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you some further details on, on their routines. So you got here about midday. We'll say about noon. Watching, like, the camp and the mines and the, um, the Zeppelin area itself, it looks like a group of four Nockwolf troopers uh, leave or left the Zeppelin area about 2 p.m., and they go over to the work camp. They collected about 10 workers, and they brought them up to the mine while a group of four knocked wolf troopers, you only saw three earlier, one was inside the mine, is bringing back the previous uh, group of ten workers back to the work camp. Once they drop them off the camp, the troopers go back to the Zeppelin area and tents. They don't stay there with the we with the workers, the local workers. Um, what else? So, so if so, there's four of the knock. Knocked wolf uh, troopers in the mine with the with the shift. Yeah, there's four that move to the work camp. So when those four are at the work camp, how many are left at the zeppelin? At the zeppelin, there's always two walking around, uh, patrolling the zeppelin area at all time. You count in addition. Well, Jeff got two successes, so we got eight. 16 knocked wolf troopers in total and that's not including officers while you're watching the area you also see a big massive hulking beast of a trooper who's wearing like head to toe almost like armor like armor covering him head to toe uh you also observe at the zeppelin from there doesn't seem to be any sort of like set patrol you'll see two troopers kind of just like fall out of the zeppelin because it is hovering above the ground and they have what looks like metal wings on their back and they start circling the camp and the area just kind of looking and watching and observing everything before they eventually fly back to the zeppelin themselves and they disappear from sight that's like the whole valley they're checking out or just their nearby zeppelin area the ruins the mine and the zeppelin area they don't really steer okay. too or veer too far into the work camp okay. they seem to have very little interest in like watching these workers uh, just through your observations uh, you also notice that several times during the day Zeppelin reduces its altitude and uh, it drops a 4 meter wired mesh side box from the gondola to the ground and you see um, German soldiers get out go into some of the tents, and they're down there usually for about an hour or so before they come back and go back up into the Zeppelin. We have times that that occurs at, like, is it meal time? So that that is not a set time. It just kind of happens from time to time. Nothing. Nothing um, uh, fixed about that time. Sorry, I'm just kind of reading through this other stuff here. And how many times did we see the Zeppelin deploy the two flying troopers? So you got there midday. What time do you want to watch till? We'll see. It's February, so dusk or nighttime is around 6, 6.30 at night. Yeah, we'd uh, probably watch. We'd probably watch for le- until 6 and then and start then start to move our way towards down looks, into the valley. It looked like every two hours they take to the skies and circle the area. 
So why don't we uh, wait for the shift uh, of the Germans to come to the work camp? We dispose of them, take their uniforms, and then we go to the mine as four Germans with a new set of work, you know, workers, and infiltrate that way. I mean, we have one person who can't wear one, but. Uh, well, we've got four people who could wear uniforms and one person who could be one of the workers going to the mine. That's not a bad idea, Henri, but if we go that route, they're going to quickly realize they're missing some of their some of their crowds. So we'll have to. I mean, that's going to speed our timeline. We're not going to have a lot of time to to gather intel. Does uh, anyone find it strange that the work camp is not, like, guarded and that these people who we might have presumed were pure, uh, not as prisoners, but not of their own accord, are not watched and they could freely leave at any point, but they do not leave? I mean, I'm not saying we should put any stock in the ghost stories we heard last night, but again, maybe we should. There's something terrible down there and you send the people you don't care about to go in and check it out. Right, and like they something happened to them now they're screwy and hit or something that's why is they not leave could be Pavel. i think the only way we're going to know for sure is to get down there and, and question a few of them i can't believe i'm saying this but i agree with pavel <laughs> oh okay that doesn't yes. well for the future I will ignore the way in which you'll, you know, the, the, how you started that sentence. I will focus on the end of the sentence instead of the beginning. This is very good. Good. Okay. So, we are in very much trouble. So how about we deploy down there? Sergeant Morris and I will take up fighting positions outside of the work camp. The three of you move in as workers. Ask around. Find out what's really going on. Then once we've got enough intelligence to work with, if we decide to hit the next uh, group of patrol that comes through, we can take them at the camp. But if these people are all sympathizers with the Germans, then we'll have, uh, you know, we're gonna have to rethink this. We won't know until we get down there. That's a good point, oh. Ruby. Yes. We'll be fine. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? What, we, we could lose our minds to like some demonic uh, ancient cult or, or be destroyed and hacked to bits by like crazed mechanical Nazis or I could miss prepared. I could miss my wedding date with Pavel's sister we can't <laughs> oh don't that. even joke about that Harry she would be <laughs> very is, heartbroken that is so low on the priority it is, <laughs> it is middle of the list uh, let's say you know? alright uh, let us just go after you uh, so do you mm -hmm. want to head to that mountainside cave? Is that what you're going to use? You were also told yep. that there's like a little area that you could use to camp that hunters use and they... Okay, so we're heading that direction. Well, are we going to the camp at night? Yeah. So if we go so, to the cave, then we're not going to... Well, so oh. the cave is the way down. So he, the way he explained it is like mm -hmm. it's almost like a, a... You either go down the sheer wall into the valley, which is going to take a whole bunch of rolls, or you can go up to that mountainside cave, which leads down to the valley. It's more gradual. It's a more mm -hmm. natural way to, in there. And that's why he recommended it. Yep. No, yeah, we'll take the cave tunnel down. Yes. Yeah, we have enough time. Yes. Uh, quick question. Like, on, on the map, which way would, like, say the N Nazis have come down the mountain? Down the mountain? Yeah, mm. like, so, from the from the, um... Yeah. 
village where we from Zoltna. Yeah, That's a good question. Um, they would have come. Can you see where I'm picking? Yep. The mm -hmm. southwest there. They would have come that way, all, the long way, not the shortcut that you were given, the secret way, by uh, by your good buddy Darius. Darius. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay. As you're moving along the ridge, I need everybody to make me a roll of agility plus stealth. And this is going to be similar to what we did last week, where it's a zero difficulty test. And the number of successes you get as a group is going to determine the difficulty for Germans to spot you in the area when they're looking around. Which I really, I like that mechanic. I think that's cool. That. That momentum that is at six, is it gone now? Or we can It's still six, scene? because five of them, you had two already, and five of them were purchased by Tool to Twitch for you, so all of you have one, so I wanted to leave them there, so I'm... You had seven, going to so spend. you're good. I'm going, I'm going to spend momentum. <laughs> I, I'm going to spend one momentum, too, because my agility is not that awesome. Yes. Same, very much same. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> How many successes did we get total? Two, four... Six, eight. Whoa! I got one. Yes. Eight? My urban stealth coming into play. <laughs> wow! So as you're moving along the ridge and everything, that's gonna be the wow the difficulty to spot you. Woo! Uh, who's taking the lead on Henri? Henri. Henri. What? <laughs> that did not sound en français. <laughs> Henri. All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna switch scenes here. So I'm taking I'm taking momentum away from you. So to every spent who spent a momentum, just shout it out. I did. Oval and Harry. Yeah, just two. I had uh, taken it from six to four for Pavel. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. You did it for me. That's why yes. I'm like, why are we at two? We shouldn't be that low. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah. So you guys, Henri, you're up ahead. Go ahead and make me. A mm -hmm, mm -hmm. observation. Uh huh. Uh, reason. Roll, Ooh, please. I'm good at reason. Is this to? Is this like going towards the cave? What this is, is this? going towards the cave. Yeah, you're not there yet, but yeah, make me that with a difficulty of one. Difficulty of one. Sorry. Okay. I'm. Should I? You got? Should I use the dice? Yeah. Do it. You got momentum. Right. Spend it. Oh, you said this was reason, right? Yeah. Observation reason. Uh -huh. Two successes. All right. Give yourself nice. momentum back for that extra success. And you can, <laughs> as you're going through this, the, the snow, it's getting deeper and deeper. It's more treacherous. You can hear them kind of talking behind you. You hear Pavel going on about his gerbil and the others arguing <laughs> with him. And oh, all of a sudden... You know. You know it's a marmot. You your, your face your face is freezing. It's red. The wind is cutting across your skin. You can't feel anything, you have no senses, but all of a sudden your nostrils pick up the scent of a fire nearby, a wood fire. And you look up and you open your eyes and you can see smoke coming from a fire up ahead in the direction of this, this cave or this little encampment that you're told about by um, Darius. And being like a local, would I find it weird? Or I wouldn't think it would be it would be something that I would think like a local would do, not what these soldiers that have been around. Uh, you don't, you know, someone is using it. And you were told that there is a camp there that is used by hunters. So mm -hmm. it could be locals who are out hunting 
game, uh, or it could be patrols you don't know. We can make a stealth roll to get up there, a stealth coordination. Ooh, let me do that. Ooh, I, can, <laughs> I can do that. Are we just going to make a group roll? or No, oh, if, if multiples want to go up oh, there, you can. So you're gonna tell the other you tell the you tell the others like hey sh- oh there's there's somebody up there there's something there's a can't there's a fire up there you can't hear much with the with the wind ripping through this valley but you definitely you see smoke and you smell that fire that distinct firewood smell come on Sergeant Morris this is a straight steel work though let's keep it quiet Harry pulls out his trench knife just in case. Yeah, you'll see. Yeah, one Morris pull out a garrote, probably. Okay, one dip, one difficulty is what I'm setting this at. So okay. stealth coordination. I'll pull out my silenced pistol. Do you have a silenced pistol? I do. That was one of my major items. <laughs> oh, whoa! Getting the momentum here. Quiet. There yeah. we go. Oh, yeah. make, all right. Ruby's oh, well, going also. Going is everybody for- going? Well, I'm not going to be here by myself. I'm going with... That's crazy talk. Um, you get oh, another momentum from uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Harry. You got some momentum if you want to spend one. It's stealth, stealth coordination. If you want to, if you want to spend some momentum, you can because your group just bought, just gained uh-huh. two. Uh huh. <laughs> Difficulty one. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we got a complication. We got a complication. Harry, Harry, wait for me. <laughs> So you can take the complication, or you can get rid of it by giving me two threat. You can just I, make it go away. Oh, yes. No one invited him. Threats. I don't understand. Uh, no so you're going to give me two threat? Oh, you're going to leave one person behind. Yeah, you <laughs> yes. are very intelligent. So, I will I will listen to Yankee. These complications can range. Like examples of the book could be an injury or dropping an item or making <laughs> you could make you're trying to stealth in somewhere, making them aware that you're coming in there. So it could be whatever the, the GM decides. So, uh, OK, taking the two threat. OK, yeah, yeah. Take, take the threat. So so pa- Pavel's going along and he's he missteps and he's about to like slide straight down to the valley and we'll say one of these folks here with two successes uh, either Jonathan or or Harry grab you and save you and pull you up before you slide down into the valley. Mm. Just a Mo- big meaty hand on the back of your <laughs> scruff of your jacket. It's right. It's okay, you know, just heel toe. You can do this. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Jonathan. No, you're fine. You're fine. It was clearly Gregor. He already went up ahead. You must have needed him for the balance. That must be what you're used to. Yeah, thank you. That is exactly it. It is a very delicate machine, the, my body. Yes, very delicate. <laughs> Let's put some sure. music on here. All right. Like, like bicycle, you know? You get it wrong. You tumble, look like fool. I hate bicycles. Yes, so we shall shoot some later together, like friends. <laughs> You uh, sneak your way up, and there's no trees. There's, like, the odd, like, bush here and there. There's rocks outcropping uh, more than anything. Uh, But you get closer and closer, and you see that there's a fire burning. And you see there's three German troops sitting in the area. One of them sitting there. He's got a a cup of something that he's sipping on. Another one uh, has his rifle slung over his shoulder and he's walking around smoking a cigarette he's looking down to the valley and another one is sitting on a log warming his hands on the fire and none of them see you or notice you but they are at this encampment 
right above the mountainside cave to take you down below into the valley. And they are completely unaware of your presence. Now, it is open. There's a clearing to the southeast of them. There is There are rocks. Like I said, a rock outcropping that you can see. That you can probably use for cover. Let's see here. Let's do this. I'll pop you over there. My, okay. It's not loading. Hmm. The map's not loading. There's a map there for you to see. So, but the, yeah, the, there's two sitting on logs. One's kind of walking out around the valley. There we go. Just oh, like, finally. Looking down at the valley, you got rock outcroppings to the southwest of them. They're not really paying attention. They don't really see you. And where are we at the southwest? Or? You're you're south of them, so we can say you're you're just okay. due south of their position. Then they have no idea you're there. So I pull back and I whisper to Henri. You said you had a silenced pistol. Ah, uh, wee oui, wee. Oui. You take the one who's walking, Morris. Uh, you and I'll take the two at the on, at the campfire. Right now, for range purposes, because range matters in this game when it comes to fighting, you're at long range. We'll say now. So you're going to have to get up closer. Um, for every range band you're out of your optimal range for a weapon, it's going to add one difficulty. So that's why range is going to be of importance here as we figure out how we want to approach this camp and who's using what. So I wanted to bring that up before we start shooting and all of a sudden it's like a three difficulty with a pistol or something like that. So you're at long range. Nobody knows you're there. Yeah, I mean, I think Henri would... I mean, I don't know which direction the soldiers are facing at the fire, but I think he would try to circle so, from a position where they are not looking at him as he gets closer to right. this guy. They're, the folk, they're kind of chatting with one another. Like I said, one's sipping on a like a mug. You're assuming it's coffee or something like that. The other one's sitting there sm- uh, warming up his hands on the fire, and the two of them are chatting. Like, they're completely engrossed in conversation. The other one has his back to you, and he's looking down on the valley to the east due east and he's got his rifle slung over his shoulder the other two have their white rifles sitting next to them on the logs beside them gotcha then yeah i mean Henri would just be then yeah like getting closer to this guy out there by himself and watching the other two as they move on with the because they have melee weapons so they have to get way closer mm-hmm. than he does yeah so we'll we'll move up into uh into the rock well then we're going across the fire so we'll go right into they're looking at the fire, right? They are looking at mm-hmm. the fire, and they're engaged okay, so, in conversation with one another. So we would really, I think, ideally, will circle around to the north and come at them from their backside, so that uh, we maximize the uh, the darkness and reduce their uh, effective visibility as we approach them. Do Do you guys want a distraction? Well, I, I I don't want I don't want anybody to shoot. I don't want them to. Oh, no. Shoot their rifles. No, no, I was just saying, you know, these are treacherous mountains. It's dark, It's dark. you know, maybe maybe I got lost. And maybe, you know, shouting a bit, getting their attention while you gentlemen come up from the back. Ruby, if you're up for it. I think they do, they do not know where we are now, so... Well, I don't, I'll, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, everybody, difficulty one... Insight check, uh, insight observation. I observation. Can can make me a roll before you go in there. Insight difficulty one. I'm gonna spend one. Ooh, critical success. 
I am not very good. So that's two, two successes, successes for Jeff. Two successes. Pavel for... takes and Pavel gives. Okay, we're at six. Pavel, oh, yeah. Megan, even with your ex. Be trying. Wow. Oh, wow. Even with your successes, <laughs> Ruby, they don't carry over because you're at six. You're at six momentum right now. Yeah, I spent one. Okay. Um, you determine, like, this valley and up here uh, above the valley. It, like Harry kind of said, like if you fire a weapon, that sound is going to travel for miles, and everybody will hear it. So just kind of looking at the situation, you determine everybody determines like stealth or being quiet is probably the best approach. Even down in the valley, firing a weapon is to, the sound is just oh. going to echo off of the the walls surrounding it. So yes, you you observe that before going in. You determine that. We probably shouldn't fire anything loud unless we want more attention on us. So, Ruby, let's just, we'll keep it quiet. We'll move into position. We'll try to take him. Um, if things go sideways, uh, well, actually, Ruby, you're you're damn good with a knife. If, if you want to move into position with us and help take these guys out. Yes, Pavel, you don't need to raise Oh, yes, your yes, yes. I just want, to, I didn't want to interrupt. You were doing a great job, brother. Uh, but, um, but, uh, I, I do not, uh, I could, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> I could make them, I could make them not move. I could make them, I could do very awful things to them. But I, 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 I mean, none of you are, are, do any of you garden or, you know, grow things like vegetables and like, you know, plants, I, I can, I can channel the powers of the very earth itself to come to our aid here. I'm just saying, it's option. And so, it would uh, really ensnare them very good. Can you get all three of them with your crazy hoodoo? Uh, yes, yes, yes. So, I feel like I, I feel like we are in very good momentum to be able to handle <laughs> that. We'll say, we'll say like, um, the one that's further away is like a medium range for range band purposes away from the others. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he's in a, a different to, range band from them. I need to get little close, little close, but I can do this little closer than now. I need to get to, you know, to the rocks to, I need, let's say hypothetically, we are at long range. I need to get to medium range. <laughs> <laughs> Is, yeah. is, this was the longest explanation I have ever heard. It, it took. Right. And and your spell encompasses medium range, like everybody oh, in because medium I, range. Because because I the inertia, the momentum. Yes, I can. I can. Because of the momentum, I got you. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. All right. Then let's do this. So, are you Jonathan, letting Pavel go first, or what's going on here? I feel like we should go first, and then if we screw up, he should entangle them. Yes, Evan never likes for Jeff to have fun in games, so I'm not allowed to use his cool spell that he just, you know. I think just uh, talk for five minutes about stealthing, and then well, let's let's do this. Well, can I let you Ruby, okay. Ruby, Jonathan, and I will move in position behind the other two. Henri, you take up position to snipe with your silenced pistol the guy on the cliffside. Pavel, you move up into medium range at those rocks. And if your hoodoo can stop them all, great. If we see it not working, that's when we hit them. Do you want me to wait for like you guys to do something, and then I go? Or do you want me to go, and then you guys do something? Give us, give us two minutes to circle around the camp and get in position. 
Okay. Take your shot. We haven't done combat yet, so let's talk about the way initiative works in this. So the way initiative works is, in most 2D20 games, the PCs always get to go first, typically, unless you're snuck up on, and then the enemy gets to go, and then it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There's no set initiative on, like, you know, Harry goes first, and then it's German, and then it's always Pavel. So it's always, it's like Mm. fluid. So just know, once you go in there and you attack, they will go next. But we can spend two momentum to keep the initiative. You can spend two momentum to keep the initiative, yes. And you're sitting on six. You're sitting on max. So everyone can take another turn? No. Uh, it, yes. No. You can. You just no. You just get one more turn. Like so. Say. Say. Let's say Pavel acted first. Uh, then a German would get to go. But if you spend two momentum, Pavel gets to go, and then one of you get to go oh, before the German gets their turn. Goes, then all enemies go. Okay, that's what I was. Saying. Yeah, it's okay. alternate. Boom, boom. Alternate. Just, one of you goes. One of me goes. One of you goes. One of me goes. One of you goes. One of me goes. Just to be clear, I am. I am suggesting this, Henri. Because this is supposed to help the whole stealth thing so their guns don't go off. The roots and stuff grab their arms and things so they cannot pull trigger. Sounds Pavel. great. Let's get weird, Pavel. Let's I love it. it. I love it. I, you're... <laughs> Whatever I'm magic you do, crap, this is, I'm all for it. I didn't believe any of this stuff until a couple of years ago, but... You do it. I mean, to be fair, it might not work. I could call Cthulhu upon us, but you know, that's very small chance. What's a Cthulhu? Nothing. Nothing important. Don't worry. <laughs> like, All right. Like a cold wind. <laughs> fair enough. All right, let's move out and get in position. Okay, so so three of you want to go up and around, and you basically mm-hmm. want to get within melee range to like slit their throats and stuff. Is that oh, is that how we want to we want to get to close range so we can move into engaged within that mm-hmm. one movement? Okay. Band. Gotcha. Close range. So, up, around, and within close. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do, we're gonna need checks here. We're gonna do stealth. Uh, stealth and coordination, coordination again. Yeah. And this is gonna be a difficulty of two mm. with three of you skulking. It's wide mm. open. Snow. Is this... You can hear the snow crunching down as you walk through it. Now, uh, is this a situation where you could potentially, if you felt you had a truth that was applicable, you could maybe reduce the difficulty? You could spend momentum to introduce a truth. Or no, if like if you have one already. Like, let's say, for example, I was a deadly commando. Now. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's I'm what not they're... saying I'm a bad guy. Yeah. I'm just saying I like sneaking up on people and murdering yeah. them when they're not aware. Yeah. That is what it's for. <laughs> yeah. So we'll say your difficulty is one as a deadly commando. Okay. I will, uh, if everybody's okay with it. I mean, how much momentum does Pavel need for this spell? The more, the better. Like, I can yeah. cast it normal, but if you want me to get all of them, I need at minimal one, but preferably, like, maybe three would be cool. Okay. I will spend one momentum then if I have to try to get two successes out of this. And I, I gave that momentum back. Oh nice. oh, nice. So you're back. I'm, I'm really excited to murder somebody. I've been, we've been talking and chatting and dealing with moments, and I just want to get in there and tear somebody apart. Just want to okay. stab so, over. All right. So, Hammer, Harry Hammer makes it. So they're in close range. So they're not, in, is that melee or no? No, well, close. If, and then engaged is, is melee. Engaged. Yeah. Okay. But, but if you're in close range, you can automatically move into engaged range right. and attack that same round. So. Who else is going? Ruby, are you going with them? 
Yeah, we rolled. Oh, you rolled and you got two successes. Boom. Wow. Okay, bear with me here. I'm going to put you on the map. I'm just going to put you just north of them. I got a Harry Hammer. I got a Jonathan Morris. And I got a Ruby. I know you all look the same, but it doesn't We're all stars. You are all stars. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Mm. Well, ouch. Ouch. Okay, so you successfully stealth up there. You kind of get down on your bellies, and you go through the snow, and you wait, and you watch. And they one like one of the ones sitting by the fire, he gets up, he coughs, he kind of paces around. He sits back down and starts warming his hands up, puts his rifle down again. Uh, and they begin back in conversation. The one over by the valley turns around and shouts something over to them. And they turn to look at him, and you guys all stop. But you manage to get... Within close range, you're all laying there in the snow. You've got your your melee weapons out or what that you want to use. Pavel, you see them because you've been tracking them. You knew what to look for. Okay, what's the first move? Who's Fuck. who's Pavel? Oh, are you doing it? It is. Uh, I let Harry take the lead on it. No, no, Harry you, told yeah, me you to go. Do. I just yeah. wanted to say that Melissa just gave us three more momentum. Oh, oh we're gosh. at six. Shit. Uh, all right, so you just gotta spend them. Well, I'm going to spend them like It won't so let me go over six on the tracker, so we'll just but have to know. I'm going to spend a lot of momentum here. Okay. Knock it out of the park, Pavel. All right. I'm very nervous. First time casting what? spell, so this could, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we'll have to come I up with a rule when we're at cap, we're top, top momentum. Maybe we'll have to, they'll be introduced in the next scene or something. Because mm. we're kind of, if you're always sitting on momentum, then it's kind of like, you've always got those extra dice. But, that's okay. Okay. First world so, problems. Go ahead. Pavel, minor action will prepare, required to cast spell to take minor action, then major action will cast a spell and uh, he will uh, his eyes will sort of peel back, his his little marmot friend will like get up on his haunches and look around to cover him and then you'll see rising up from the from the fire in front of them the flames start dancing very peculiar and they start to form a, a small shape of like horn and little little very quiet little hums come out and all of the roots and things around start to erupt from the earth and wrap around each one of those so I think I need to I need to roll uh, my survival which is uh, yep, that's survival the... mysticism Yep, that's the stat you use for spell. Which spell is it you're using? This is called Horn of Net. <laughs> Horn of Net. Yep, yep. Mm, so it kills me. Yeah, all right. It's going to cost you four fatigue minus your courage, of right. course. But I'm going to, I have momentum to spend to help offset. Gotcha. Okay, so okay. Momentum here. Uh, that is like a really <laughs> good success. Like super <laughs> awesome. Pavel is, Pavel is going to control world. Holy <laughs> man. Are you kidding? No, okay. No, he will. <laughs> you got one, two, four, five success. Oh, shit. Yes. On right. the very first spell cast in the game. Uh, is this, this good? This is, this is good, yes. There are <laughs> spellcasting momentum specifically for spellcasting right. you can use as well. Right. I am spending one specifically so I can target the one that's at long uh, because it's uh, the, the, the third one. I need to spend one for that. So that's going to be two momentum total I've spent so far. And then uh, because we've got money, I'm going to spend two more to help protect myself from the, the drain. So yeah. So each momentum spent, you gain two courage. 
and courage will oh. nullify Never, nullify I, no, I only fatigue. need to spend as many yes I only need to spend one momentum for that bit. page 144 this. momentum spins yeah nice Okay. Magical momentum spins. Wow. Okay. Uh, so what happened? <laughs> so all of a sudden these vines are growing on the ground and um, right. Uh, so, did you not take any fatigue either? No, I'm not. I'm not with the spending. No, 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 no. And he will. They will. They, so what happens is like the roots come up. They, and tr like it wraps them, takes their arms and their legs. And what this means is they are only. They are not able to do anything but try to break free. They can take. Uh, so I'll read it to you. Each, uh, hang on. Uh, do I've got it. The, so the the spellcaster rolls the power and compares the number of effects rolled to each target's athletics. Uh, each creature whose athletics is lower than the number of effects rolled is ensnared and cannot yeah. take any physical actions other than trying to break free. Yep, their athletics is lower <laughs> than five. So okay. So yeah, so they have to I spend roll... their turns now to try and break free, right? Well, I have to roll my my power first. Oh so. yeah, please roll your power. So, and wow, wow, this is cool. The first time we've used magic, and it's like an ultra success. And since I got all those extra successes, and I only needed one, uh, I only needed one success, and I had five. That's like four momentum. So I'm going to add a bunch yeah. of dice on this. So another <laughs> magical momentum spend is I can add plus one. Uh, to the stress that this this does, so I'm gonna roll like eight dice now. So <laughs> there. So All right, so five uh, damage and three effects. There's no effect. To, I'm just kind of scanning the spell. There's no effect that you can apply. No, is there's there? no special mm -hmm. effect. No, no, not in this but, one. But that's why you 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 check the number of effects versus their athletics to determine right. whether or not. Exactly. What is their athletics? So their athletics is, is two. Yeah, that's a shame for them. So <laughs> it's lower than the number of effects rolled is ensnared and cannot take any physical actions other than trying to break free. And the difficulty requires... now to get out is three for them. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> wow, good thing I'm sitting on 12 threat. All right, so now it's my turn. So all of a sudden, Have fun. <laughs> these roots start, like, coming out of the ground, and they... They start like shouting, shouting in German. What? What is going on? What the hell? What is this? For whoever speaks German, which is you, what witchery is this? The the valley is cursed. I told them it's cursed. We must leave. And they're shouting. Okay, so they're making some noise. I'm gonna roll for my first one to try and break out. I'm gonna spend threat. I'm gonna try and get rid of some. Of my, I'm gonna get rid of some of my threat here. They're just the same, like as momentum. Like yeah, I get this. Right? I can use it for the same things. Okay. So we can spend one gets one dice, three gets two dice, five or six gets three dice. Okay. I'm just looking at whatever their skills, what best skills they have. Um, okay, because I get to do either brun athletics or agility athletics. So the first one's going to try and use brute strength and his brawn to break out. And I'm going to buy up to five dice. So that's going to cost me how many? Six. Six. All right, six, and I'm gonna make it the one that's the furthest away from all of you. Okay. That's okay. That's the one Henri's gonna pop in the head. Oh goodness! Wow. And it's a difficulty three, so I don't get any extra. Like it doesn't go into my threat pool, but he screams and he kind of flexes and he starts pulling and breaks these branches off and starts 
calling, help, help, we're under attack, the demons, the demons are unleashing their power on us in the valley. He doesn't know it's you, he hasn't seen you guys. <laughs> okay, so let's make that clear that, yes, he does not see you, he's shouting about demons and evil forces. Uh, so now it's your turn, who wants to go next? Thank God we should take the shot. The two closest to you are the ones that are still well, his uh, ensnared. Us, but he can't have another turn this round, right? No. No, so that no was his turn was to break free. You guys should oh. go to try and kill someone who hasn't Good break point. free, right? Good point. I mean, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I say I go. Then we spend two momentum to keep the initiative. And either Ruby or, or Jonathan goes. Yeah, we can see if you can one-shot it or if it needs another... I'm I'm so excited to murder these guys. We're the held helpless. Yeah. So since they are helpless, do we get any? <laughs> I mean, that's a truth. So that... should does that reduce the difficulty to zero to hit them? Oh, that is the truth, isn't it? And what do you? Okay, what are you attacking with? That's a good point. Uh... Attacking with my uh, electrifier trench knife. Oh. <laughs> I like the, I like this truth system, by the way. I like this. Uh, it's neat. Yeah, I guess it's gonna be a difficulty zero. Um, you can roll, but they're ensnared, right? Mm -hmm. So go for okay. it. So that is I'm trying to remember what melee is. With when the book talks about stats, it says usually for melee you use brawn, brawn, yep. range you use coordination. Oh, so yeah, I th is it not already programmed also when on your weapon? Like no. when you put your weapons the weapon in there. funny. It always pulls from coordination. Oh, oh okay, that is weird. No, if yeah, okay, switch it. I don't know. Yeah, I switched it over to brawn. Are you buying any extra dice? Or you're just gonna roll as is. I'm gonna buy one extra die because we wanna. I wanna put these guys down. So I'll just move you. That that one is yours. Yep. Let's move you up. So your minor action is moving closer, and your major action is stabby stab. Yep. All That's right. It. Try and gain some momentum here for your crew. Stabby stab. Oh, oh complication. I will uh, give you two threat. Thank you. I'll to make that complication that. go away. But I got two successes, so we get two momentum. Nice. So you break up out of the snow. All of a sudden you get up, and the Germans see you, and they start shouting, Ah! Intruders! Intruders! You're they're dressed as as soldiers, right? So they don't know that. So the intruders! Intruders! The villagers! They're attacking us! And you hop up out of the snow, and you just run in with your trench knife. Go ahead and roll me your damage, please. Oh, yes. What? What? Uh... And, uh, oh, it's actually seven, because my Electrifier Trench Knife is vicious, and it has stun. So if, if if their resilience is less than three, he can't do anything this round. Resilience is less than three. <laughs> uh, he's got two armor, though. So that is going to uh, knock off two of your points of damage. So down to five. So five points of damage. Uh, let me look at the <laughs> stress on this guy. Oh, he's still alive. But he's Surprising. stunned. He but he is stunned. stunned. But he's not dead, he's... but he is stunned. Okay, very good. He's just twitching. So now it's their very turn. Good. Did you want to spend some of your six momentum you're sitting on to have one of you, you go let next Morris again? Morris go and oh, go yeah. for the other guy, right? Since one guy's yep. stunned. Yep, or Ruby. Yeah, whoever, whoever wants to do it. Whoever hits hard. Oh, 
I'll, I'll go like this to uh, Sergeant Morris. He'll just put a hand over his heart, and if he could cry, he would. <laughs> those those tear ducts dried up a long time ago. But uh, yeah, it looks ridiculous in this day and age, but he actually does have a shield. And then near the <laughs> handle of the shield, he pulls out a cord to garrote somebody. <laughs> he's a good person. Cap America, but not really. Yeah, uh, not really. But not he's really. A, but not really. He's, he's really going to strangle person. this guy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Very bloody, very deadly. Um, and I have a... Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, same thing. It's going to be difficulty zero. He is, he is tied up, so... Nice. And I have Cap a talent called uh they don't like it up them so whenever i move into reach i get my, my i get a free bonus dice Ooh, oh, nice. you're built for melee your character you, built for murdering him. people from stealth i'm a good person <laughs> there we go oh, oh my god, god. Oh my do you want to give me two threat and, or, and get rid of that complication or shall i introduce a complication to the scene what is the I other mean, option he just takes the complication yeah and that I'm could be like Anything I could introduce more troops. I could have your weapon, your garrote break. I could a vampire. Have... It could be anything. It's up to you. But just so you know, like I can, I can do all kinds of stuff with this. I know. See, I like giving him threat, but I also like the idea of just something going wrong. You know, it's. I think we have to give him a complication at this. We've we've got three complications. And yeah. We bought them all off. I, the universe oh. is telling us something. Is because I love you. Please do me dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, complication time. I am going. I'm going to introduce some more bad guys. I actually want to try and hurt you. Um, but it, there's a cost. I'm just looking at the cost quickly. I have to spend threat to introduce. Okay. I can introduce like these are troopers. So there's different levels of bad guys. We're just kind of learning. It's our first combat. So these are troopers. These are like the lowest level. These to kill. You can introduce uh, nemesis. NPCs are kind of like lieutenants. Like they're mm. ranked. Uh, and then you can get all the way into, like, unique uh, NPCs. Named NPCs, if you will. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to spend some threat here with my complication. And I'm going to introduce... I'm going to have two... Mm, this is weird because the map's so small. I'm going to have two Germans pop up out of the cave that were patrolling the valley down below who heard mm. the screaming and are going to check in uh, on the scene. Okay. I'm going to put them further out, though. They're going to be out past the guy who's tied up. But they're all of a sudden, okay. they're going to pop their heads up and go, whoop, <laughs> out of the cave that leads down to the valley, and they're being introduced into the scene. All right. So I'll choke the guy out, hopefully. Yes. So how much damage did you do? Six? Uh, I only did three damage and one effect. That's... Okay. Not He's not dead. But uh, as a fun little side effect of that same talent, if the attack is successful, he automatically goes to the ground. So there's like this nice layer of snow on the ground. You see Morris come up, and he doesn't get as good of a strangle as he wants, but he just pulls him back off the log, and they fall into the snow, so they're still slightly obscured. And he's just rolling in the snow, so you can barely see him slowly dying. <laughs> nice. All right, so I have my troopers that I've just introduced into the scene, and it's my turn. One, two, three, four. I've got four targets? No, there's more than four of you. Who am I missing here? We got here? the... You don't have me. I'm down here somewhere. You're down there with Pavel? No, I would have been sneaking up on the guy that broke free, remember? I just haven't taken a turn. Okay, sounds good. 
Well, we got the momentum back though, right? Because he got three successes. Yep. Yep. We're up back up to six. Up yeah. There. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bear with me here. I don't remember what the snare effect is. I assume that's just him being. Okay, so they see you. This is what I rolled. The first one pops up. Um, sees you, Jonathan, kind of like strangling the one soldier and take you both down to the ground. So he, you're the first thing he sees. That's like the, the movement that just happened. I rolled you randomly. He's going to shoot you, but we're going to play it out as if you've got the hit the ground effect going on. Mm-hmm. The way you described it. So it's going to be harder to hit you. Does that make sense? You're going to get like mm-hmm. a... It's going to be... You get a bonus for being down on the ground the way that played out, the way you described it. And snare means the only thing, the action that the guy snared can do is try to break free. Like oh, even better. That, that's what the roots do as well. The things that get. But oh, now okay. we have a gun going off in the valley. In the valley? Uh... In the valley! <laughs> I'm just looking for hit the ground. What that does exactly mechanically... So clearly we should have just given him threat, but he deserves ah, it. Ah, it's okay. I appreciate it. I like when things mm-hmm. go wrong. I don't know, uh, oh, what, hit the dirt. I don't know how the much dirt. health they have, so obviously more than five. Plus so one hit- difficulty to ranged attacks. Beautiful. Okay, so we're considering you're hit the dirt for this for this attack. And so he's gonna get, Oh sorry, and you get plus two morale and plus two cover to resist damage. So Oh my. That I'm going to spend a threat great. and I'm going to buy a die. And I'm going to shoot at you. Yay. Well, that's nice of you, dude. With a, he levels his carabiner and fires at you. It's medium range. I got one success. As a shot rings out in the valley. <laughs> And the sound carries for miles. For two damage? Boo, and one effect. (laughs) Two damage. Does that... Your armor just kind of bounces off your armor. So we'll see. You're rolling around on the ground with this guy. It kind of just, like, grazes. It bounces off your helmet or something. So which one of those was um, attacking him? The one one of the bad guys. Do you see that ping? Yeah, yeah, I got that one there. So this one still gets to attack. This guy spent his round breaking free, and the other two have been fighting. They can spend their round to try and break break free. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's your guys' turn. Who gets to go next? You can go, Ruby, if you want. I'm... Hey, how how far how far can I travel? You can tra- travel anywhere within medium range with your uh, minor action, I think. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. You can you move can to any point with them. So yeah. they fired at medium range, so you could incl- you could engage with any of them. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stealthily go around the dude that just fired. You want to stealth? Yep. He can see you. It's gonna be very difficult. Like you're. You're, well, you're laying in the snow, but, like, all hell's broke loose, and they're all looking in the direction that you're lying. Because that's where they just shot at, Jeremy, just south of you. So I'm just saying, you can do it. I'm not saying no, I'm just telling you, it's going to be hard. Yep. You have a lot, you're sitting on six momentum. Yep, let's do it. But she's telling you that they can't see her, so, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. 
<laughs> All right. Can I, can I so, roll my, my camouflage as I go? Camouflage? What do you... Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you got that's giving you camouflage? Um, I have... Do you, have a, do you want to introduce a truth in the scene? Because I, I, as far as I know, you're just wearing, like, warm winter coats that were given to you. So, so as a as a native of of Moose Jaw, right? <laughs> yes. being, a, being a Canadian, I'm I'm a, um, I know what it is to dress for warm weather, right? And to you know, growing up on the farm and so forth, um, hunting for food and so forth, you know, like I I know my way around um, uh, hiding for uh, for oh, shit. What do I do? <laughs> Either way, I, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to introduce the truth here if you want to if you yeah. want to. My, okay. my my truth is that I'm Canadian, and absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> we're all good at, at stealthing in the snow. No, oh, <laughs> elk and kind. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> she pulls it out like Harry Potter. Whoosh. They'll never find me now. <laughs> it's at it's at night. They're like, lady, I still see you. <laughs> there's not, um, there's not a lot of cover, and I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever been to Saskatchewan, but there's not a lot of cover there. Many so, times, many well, times. You're... <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Okay, so that costs you two momentum. That's fine. Two momentum for that? Oh my. Yep. Alright, so you're, I'll let you roll camouflage. I know that you got to focus in there. That's what you're going for. Camouflage, coordination, with a difficulty. I'll take it down to. Th I was gonna make it four, three. Holy. Yeah. You're right in front of them, even yeah. if you are a yeah. trained Canadian. A trained Canadian. <laughs> what do I do? I push. I push four and then roll. Right. You right. push camouflage. Yep. Done. Coordination, and then if you want to use any momentum. Are you spending momentum to buy more dice? Yes, I have to. How many are two? Two. So you're gonna use up. That takes three momentum. Three momentum to get two extra dice. Oh, my turn's gonna be bone dry. All right, let's do it. Go for it. Oh, crit success because of the focus. So, oh, but three successes. So that's what you needed, right? That's what I said. Yep. All right, who are you moving? Who are you move up to? The one that just fired? Yep, yep, absolutely. All right, so you're like yeah. in the no, snow. No, no. You're 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 out down on your belly. You get behind them, up and above, <laughs> and you get beside. He's focused on the struggle that's happening at the campfire. He's watching. He just fired at Jonathan. He's watching. He's shouting uh, back for 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 more <laughs> backup, and you get beside him, behind him, whatever it is you wanted to do. And then, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I did. I I wasn't worried. I don't know if anybody else was. And are you making an attack now? Yes, I am. You have one momentum left. <laughs> if you want to add anything to your roll, what are you what are you attacking with? I'm atta attacking with a trench knife. Okay, go ahead and make your roll, please. And so I just roll the. I just hit the the trench knife button. Yep, and then yeah. change it to like they said brawn, right, guys? Yep, brawn. In the top left-hand corner of the drop-down, where it lists the attributes. Oh, shit. Ron sucks. Oh, well. Yes! Hey. Oh, All right. Thumb knife. Doesn't matter. Thumb knife? <laughs> yep. 
Go ahead and roll me your damage, please, on your trench knife. Is a thumb knife exactly what I think it is? Like it's, a pocket it's, knife? It's so it's like something that like obviously attacks with your thumb. It doesn't do a lot of like escaping hole damage, but <laughs> if applied to you know like direct um, arteries and so forth. Right. Like, yeah. Just like the hunters in Saskatchewan, I understand. One hundred percent. All right. So roll me your damage on your thumb knife. <laughs> full full meat get taken down by a thumb knife. It's it should be just to the right of. Let me look at your character sheet. You just—it's like a little Cthulhu thing? face. Yeah. The stress, the stress on the the weapon. That, it says okay. zero. <laughs> it says what? I didn't fill that zero. in. She says it's a zero. Just okay. put one. It's, it's one. probably one. It's, it's a one. one. It is one. It's okay. one effect, guys. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> so you get up beside him and you pop him and go, ah, and he goes, ah, <laughs> no. And you <laughs> stab him with a thumb knife and it doesn't even puncture his uniform, his, his winter jacket. What a uh, turn. But he is, you are face to face with him and he's got a medium range weapon and he gets oh. negatives for firing into medium range now if he does attack you. So you kind of tied him up, if if you will. <laughs> All right, my turn unless, oh, you don't have the momentum. I have a question yeah. for you. Yes. Yeah, I have a question for you, Matt. Yes. So... Okay, so fatigue is that on the so, so is fatigue and stress like the same thing? Like sort of like it's on the same track for NPCs? so fatigue. They have different tracks. So fatigue is mental, and stress okay. is physical. And okay, uh, I'm just looking at these guys. Yeah, because they should have uh, the ones that got hit should have all taken three fatigue. From oh, three fatigue. Yeah, yeah I was just reading because they had because because that spell has a drain effect that I had three. And then so it's not it's not damage it's but it's like it's drained so that's fatigue. Oh okay. Well these are troopers. Yeah 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 that's fair. These are troopers and they suck. Okay good to know. Let me go back here and see that. I've been reading for the past ten minutes trying to understand. <laughs> Just very, to figure out how to damage them. <laughs> very complicated. They are very tired. Very sleepy. <laughs> All of a sudden they're just. Like, it is called winter night. Go to sleep. Okay. Well we'll say because you inflicted the fatigue. Those two that were attacked by uh, Harry and Jonathan are dead. Okay. Or they gain an injury tip. But because of the time... So, the way injuries work in this... So, if you gain... I forgot. If you do five damage or more in one attack, you automatically mm -hmm. gain an injury. So, you should have given an injury to the guy you attacked, uh, Harry. I forgot about yeah, that. that's right. Five, five that. stress or more, you automatically inflict an injury. The way injuries work are... You just kind of like give them one uh, based on the scenario. So you were running up and you were stabbing point blank, so I would have, I don't know, like slit throat or something like that in this situation because you were going for the kill, right? That would have been his yep. injury. Yep. Um, so you guys both killed your two targets. Excellent. Nobody else has done five plus damage, have they? No. Yeah. And now it's a trench knife right up behind uh, under the back rim of the helmet separating and, and popping his skull plate off of his uh, spine. <laughs> And then a little twist. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> because these are troopers, they can only take one. As you fight harder enemies, they can take more okay, injuries. Just like injuries. you guys you guys can take more, more than one injury. You're not dead after one injury. I think it's three injuries mm. off the top of my head, if I remember correctly. So these guys, because they're just like cannon fodder, one injury and they're, they're dead. These guys are nothing. Gotcha. Uh, okay, my turn. My turn. I'm going to shoot at... Oh, I rolled. I was going to say, I shoot at Pavel, but no, I rolled. It's not Pavel. <laughs> what? Uh, friendly. I'm shooting at uh, Jeremy again, apparently. Woo! Good. 
please. Meanwhile, I'm just like taking the dead guy's hand, hitting him. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. I'm spending some threat. Mm, oh, one success. Oh. No, it's four successes. Four oh, successes. I got a crit. Did yeah. I, what? How did yeah. that turn into four? All right. It, well, because you got all of all three dice below. Uh, oh yeah, thank you. I'll take I'll take that. All right. I'll buy some, myself some. All right. Some threat. All right. Let's roll damage. Maybe I can hurt you this time. Five oh. damage, but oh, no. armor but on the ground. But armor. And cover, right? If you don't cover on the ground. Um, I'm so sorry, but... Yeah, get plus two for cover. Yeah. I I'm really sorry, but maybe while I'm wrestling with the guy, the shield comes up, and the ground <laughs> is getting me up to seven. I'm so <laughs> Nothing. sorry. So just kind of like, Nothing. ping into the frozen ground, and some dirt just kind of sprays up on your shield. You can hit... You hear it hit your shield um, as you're behind it. Just Kay. point at whoever did that and call him out. <laughs> Uh, who's left on your side? I'll have all Henri. of you acted. Uh, Henri! Henri! What are you doing, Henri? Uh, Henri will move into close range. I don't know, here. Um, I guess I'm going to take a shot at the guy with the gun out right now. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, this guy broke free, but... Uh, so I'm going to go for this guy. Yep, gun guy. Um, okay, so question. I wanted to spend a fortune point to get an automatic oh, crit yes yeah. yeah we haven't talked about fortune at all this session yes you can so i'm gonna spend a fortune to get an automatic crit and then roll my dice so i roll i roll wait click on the weapon wait that work. what click, are you attacking with sorry i have a wellrod mk 2a pistol that is silent and vicious oh wow um do I roll the focus where it says handguns? Does that roll the dice? Yes. Um, roll your focus, and then that'll be agility on the drop down. Okay. I thought it was coordination. Is it coordination? For Isn't it, is coordination. It? Oh, coordination. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Coordination for guns. Yep. I'm going to spin. Oh, I already have a crit success on it, right? So I don't need to spend momentum. So I'll just do that. Okay. So four successes, right? Crits two? Yep. Okay, so that gains us moment. Three, three momentum. Yep. Nice. Okay. And is that all that uh, those extra successes do? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. in this, so like it doesn't give me bonus damage. It just gives more successes or right. more momentum for everybody. More okay. momentum. Yeah. So now you can spend the momentum. Okay. There is a really good yeah. handout that Jeff put in our Discord last week for momentum momentum spins. Momentum spins. All right, and I'll roll stress. Number of dice. I guess three. Four damage, two effects. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can spend momentum four damage. Each momentum spend adds one dice to the attack damage. Mm. Okay, maybe next time. Yep. Okay. I did four with two effects. That's pretty good. Yep. Four damage? Four. All right. He's got armor, so he takes part of that. And it's vicious. I don't know what that means. Plus one damage, so five. Five damage. damage. Okay. <laughs> oh, so he. Oh, he didn't take five stress though. All right. Yeah. It goes through his armor, and just blood starts to pour out, and he looks over at you, and he screams out something in German. Um, I munch on my baguette, looking at him. That's it for this round. Everybody's acting now, right? Yep. Pavel yep. opened it up. But so so now we could like we could act in any order, still going to round. Two. So now it's round two. You guys get to act first. You can choose who wants to go first. It's not oh, set. so I could go again and shoot that guy again. Yes. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yes. I kind of want to do that. Do it. Because if you get them down, at least that's a gun going down, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. So roll focus. I'm going to spend one momentum to get the extra dice because I want to make sure I hit. <laughs> Three dice. Our combat. This combat's taking longer than expected. Oh! oh! But it's oh, good no. we're getting through the combat now. Wow! Oh, two complications! God. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you giving me four threat? I guess, right? I don't think yeah. we can handle. <laughs> we can't handle any more complications. <laughs> All right. So no complication and no successes. So you fight while it silences. And I am actually going to spend a fortune point to so re-roll. Let me, I didn't talk about, so fortune, you don't get any more fortune for this adventure. It's not per session, it's per adventure. Uh, well, this seems like a pretty fucking good time to use it. I mean, double complication. So you want that automatic crit. Well, no, oh, I just I can use it to re-roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, hit that re-roll button. Yeah, you can re-roll all... Select dice you want to re-roll all of them? Yeah, the chances of that happening again... There we go. Oh, Two oh. successes. Beautiful. Uh, that feels a little bit better. Oh. All right, let me roll So you gain, a, you gain a momentum. Oh, gain a momentum. Nice. And I'm going to spend one momentum. I'm going to spend it to do an extra damage dice. Damage. So. All right. There we go. Five. Six damage. Six. Shit, son. All right. So oh, stops. I got a player reroll. Looky. Oh, I got a player reroll. I don't have to use my fortune point. Who bought you reroll? Sonrat. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. Um. All right. You kill him. Where do you Where do you hit him? Where do you shoot him? You're gonna right inflict an injury, so this will be a killing injury. A right to the heart. All right. So you aim right to the heart. Goes right into his chest, and he immediately stops breathing and just drops to the ground. And then I'm going to use my movement to uh, stand over him and take a bite of my baguette looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Sonrat, thank you for uh, for buying a, a re-roll for Henri. You know, you guys are crushing it. Against troopers, you're doing really well. This is good. Mm. This is good. This is nice. To, I, I can I'm now learning. gauge your I'm power learning. levels. <laughs> I also have a really a spell that I know I'm not going to use now. I'm trying to save it for another time. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so it's my turn unless you want to spend two momentum to keep keep the turn. What do you guys want to do? Now there's only two left, right? Yeah. yeah. Megan's tied up with one and the and the other one up. Front. I think we're fine to let them go. Okay. I'm gonna They can just keep shooting Jeremy though. I know, so... right? <laughs> That's Jeez. gonna be his tactic from now. He's gonna run in the front, just dive on the No, car. they're gonna shoot at uh, Harry Hammer this time. That's um that's less fortunate. <laughs> Uh, so it's going to be the one that, that broke free is the one that's going to shoot at you. I'm going to use my reaction to hit the dirt. Okay, perfect. So that's going to make the one higher difficulty. I will spend some of my threat to get the dice back. <clears throat> Two successes. Beautiful. Um, and I'm going to, you know what? Let's spend another threat and let's get an extra damage dice mm. in here, like you. You guys. have armor, Harry. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit of armor. One Ooh. whole point of One damage. Does that do anything? Uh, that does nothing. <laughs> oh, he shoots and it just bounces off you. It grazes you. We'll say it grazes you. It's a little known secret, Pavel. Yankee Doodles are bulletproof. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I, I did not know this, but I am even more proud to be future brother-in-law, Harry. You are indestructible. 
Oh, oh that's wonderful. Goodness. Careful, though, my sister is not. <laughs> Who wants to go next? It's your turn. Uh, Harry will go. He's pissed. Yeah. He, so he's prone. Yep. So he unslings the E-bar, locks <laughs> his sight down, and fires. And this thing, like, electricity crackles out of it oh, when God. you fire it? Oh, yeah. It's a, hit, yeah. It's a lightning gun. Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, yes, it is a lightning gun. It just shoots in this beam of electricity. And you and know up. what? It doesn't echo. You believe it or not, it doesn't yeah, echo. Yeah, I just saw the gunshots that are ringing out or <laughs> echoing through the valley. This is going to introduce some know. some interesting truths to next session, by the way. Yeah, so much <laughs> for our sure stealth approach. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's just going to be a frontal assault. <laughs> I will spend one momentum uh, to get an extra die. Okay. Ooh, oh, look at those two 18s. Ouch. Uh, yeah, one success. That's all you need. All right. And... I imagine this does big damage. Uh, I mean, it uh, is intense and it does stun. So it's. Oh, it has stun? Stun yeah. is nice. Oh. Nice. Four damage. And what does intense there... do? It doesn't exploit damage? Or... Uh, I'll tell you. I think it That is. was vicious. I don't know if it's the same. But Let me maybe. see here. Quality. Just a second ago. Uh, intense. If the attack inflicts an injury and an effect is rolled, the attack inflicts a, an additional injury. Oh, okay. Ooh. So how much damage total? Uh, so four. four four damage in total. But don't you get an extra one? Didn't you just say you get an extra no, one? No, you have to no. injure them. Yeah, if they, they get, get injured, injury. if they get injured, they get two injuries. Instead. Because... Because he took the fatigue from Pavel's injury, this is going to kill him. So what does this look like? This will be two injuries. Do you blow off both of his legs? What does this look like? Yeah, so I think Ooh. I think he gets shot center mass, does that full electric chair, arms go out, <laughs> rigid, shake, his fingers blow off, his eyes pop, and then he just drops to the ground. Oh, jeez. Electricity is tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh all right another one dead <laughs> for for your gm uh it's my turn and i've got one that's engaged toe to toe engaged with uh with megan which means i get negatives to my rolls yep let's do it let's do it i'm gonna spend dice to get rid of those negatives mm, how many more threat you have i've got seven mm. thanks for asking I'm gonna keep you honest because you probably are not even tracking them down. You know, you can see them on the if you're watching the overlay, yeah. you can see them on the overlay. Uh -huh. Not on the combat overlay, Mister Cheater, Cheater. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not on there. Or... All right, I'm at now it's six because I'm spending one. <laughs> uh, Ooh, nice. I miss. Okay. It's just, he, no. like, levels the rifle at you. He looks at you. He's, he's shaking. He's trembling as he kind of looks over his shoulder and everybody else has dropped and just <laughs> fires his rifle and doesn't even go anywhere near you as the bullet just <laughs> hits the, the sand, the snow behind you. All right. Who wants to go next? Go, Thumb Knife. Go, Thumb Knife. <laughs> go thumb That's knife. your nickname now? Go. <laughs> we'll see since... Well, like ninja, just like, like Canadian so and better. Looking at her with this little like thumb knife and like trying to. But since all of the bad guys have already gone this turn, that means this is it. Yeah, we can keep everybody. Going everybody right? goes until we get mm -hmm. to the round top of round cool. three. So, yes. because you guys all made fun of my thumb knife, I'm gonna grab the <laughs> thumb knife and 
shoot him at or No! Stick yeah. with your your tried and true. Alright, fair enough. Here we go. Here's the black. There's your e-bar. What? Hey. You're doing the knife? One success. Alright. All that's all you need. Yeah. You can do more than zero damage, I believe. You can do Yay. it. Yay! Ah. Two two damage. It's, pier it's piercing. And it's piercing. Too. It's piercing? Yep. Oh, did he take any damage? Before? No, because your thumb knife uh, bounced off of him. Oh, he's got two armor. He just saw. <laughs> oh, it's piercing. Oh, it's piercing. Okay. Yeah, uh, he like looks down and he laughs and then he's like, wait a minute. And he, there's like a small trickle of blood. <laughs> All right. The rest of you act like who wants to go next? I got nothing right. left. Uh, it's either you or. Oh, well. No, you go right ahead. You'll smash head and make it close like accordion. All right. So at this point, the only guns that have been fired are, are German guns, right? There's been no yeah. gunfire. Yes, the yeah. e bar e bar would have made just like a, a yeah. charge. Like it would have rung out. So I'm not going to use silence, my rifle so. then. Where is it? Or, I mean, his gun is silenced. What I mean to say is the e only yeah yeah the only reports that they'll have heard are reports from them, and we've yes. heard them say that there's demons here. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to keep myself silent. How far can I move in a single action? He's at medium range. He's at medium, yep. so you can make your way over to him. You can get right up there. Okay, perfect. That's what I'll do. And I'll bash him in the face with the shield. Okay. <laughs> do it. Kill him. <laughs> I'll do it. Thumb, thumb knife. Since I've moved into reach with him, I'll. You use, use your my... wrist shield. Use that. Ooh. Oh, crit. Dang. Give you yourself have a momentum. 16? Holy yeah. moly. Give so, yourself a momentum. And then... Four. Do you want to buy some extra damage dice before you roll that? Do I do that when I click on the stress? Oh, yeah, there we go. So, yeah, yeah I'll just spend add that extra, extra momentum to do it. I see now. Okay. Yes, I will. Okay, go ahead. Oh, 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 yeah. but... oh nice. <laughs> it just... Like, knock him down. Like Actually, you know what I really want to do? If that hits hard enough to do it... I want to just beat his skull into the thumb knife. Oh. <laughs> you're gonna like break a wrist. Okay, so it is enough to inflict an injury. So you're just gonna like what charge at him with your shield and stab or with your garrot at the just, same time and then just hit right, him horribly, she's... daze him, and then while he's dazed, just make sure to run his neck across the thumb knife. I appreciate your style. You deserve that one. Thank you. And like her whole hands full of blood, just goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Our first combat's out of the way. You have slain all the Germans at this camp. Uh, we've learned of truths. We've learned of con uh, complications. We've got our momentum down, Pat. But we uh, we're almost at our end time here. So let's uh, <laughs> let's figure out what we're doing next time. Took a little bit longer than expected, but it was a good learning combat session. What do we want to do? So you're at the camp. We've got a whole pile of dead Germans. Yeah, I think we've got to pat them down for information and then tear their bodies to pieces as if they were ripped to shreds by demons. Exactly. Man, maybe if you can pop off another shot or two from that, let them look all charred, eyeballs popped. Oh, yeah. God, demons, why? Yeah, yeah. Mm. we definitely have to disguise our efforts here. But we have to do it quick because I'm sure people are going to be coming up through that cave any minute now. Oh, yeah. Wait, so, so Matt, so question go ahead. for you. Yep. So, like, one of the things that says you can do, like, as a major action in com in conflict, is to like to determine an appropriate, you know, attribute skill to create a new truce. 
Yes. So like, is the truth that like the gun, the guns went off, or is like they just went off? Like, I, I was just trying to understand like the truth concept. Like, is that like a, a truth? Like that was loud enough to be heard, or is it like the type of thing where like? So before going to combat, it was determined that the sound will carry. So I've now okay. it's it's kind of created a truth now going forward that the okay. guns have gone off and people down in the valley would have heard it. Um, mm. But you can create tr- like Megan created a truth, right? Well, like, outside we could, that, like, yeah, we go ahead. I was just gonna say, we could spend our two momentum at the end of this to create the truth that it we, was the, thundering, the combat, yeah, that the combat yes. has been so, or, or that it was demons. I mean, they screamed out too, so I mean, yes. mm-hmm. you know, we could create a truth that the, that we destroy the bodies to the point where people will believe that it was some kind of supernatural attack, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure. I like yeah. it. If you want, uh, you guys, you do have two momentum left, and it costs yeah. two momentum to create a truth. Yeah, so I mean, we could do that, and then of course, you know, I'm using the lightning gun. We're pulling their bodies apart, and we create that truth that it, that it looks like they were killed by supernatural means. But you're saying attribute plus, plus skill, Jeff? Is that what you're asking that's about that during, specifically? That's, that's a that's oh, a major that's action if we're in yeah. conflict. But if we're out of conflict, then it's just a momentum. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two momentum. I'm cool. Like if you guys come up, come up with a good. Like, how are you going to make this look like a demon attack? You tell me, and spend yeah. the two truth to, to... So if someone comes across this, it's going to look horrific, supernatural, not like the allies yeah. are sneaking in and just slitting throats and well, thumbnifing people. I could, you know, summon the roots and have it, like, rip through their torsos and stuff and things like that. And I didn't really want to broach this because he's very shy, but, you know, Gregor is very vicious. He could, like, tear them up, make it look like wild animals. No, no, no. (laughs) They won't judge you. It's okay. I'm all for it. Tear them to pieces, Gregor. Tear them to bastards. You are the man. He's he's very smart. First of his place. Yeah, I imagine Henri can also describe from what he's seen here as a local, like, you know, what scenes are typically like with people that mm. run into demons. So he's not going to partake in what y'all are doing, but he'll tell you. And and I'm going to go uh, hang out in the cave, make sure that there's nobody coming up. Sure. The cave is like, it's like a hole in the ground and it's kind of just like, it's a incline downwards, a slight incline downwards into the valley. So yeah, you're kind of there. You're on watch. I'm not going to make you roll. Um, it is nighttime, though. Actually, go ahead. Make me roll. Make me roll before this is before this is over. Um, you're over there. You're specifically watching. Roll me. Ba-ba-ba. Observation. Reason. No, you, you don't want me to. It's... <laughs> Two successes. Nice. And so it's a one. It was a one difficulty. Uh, so I'll go. give you momentum, even though this is the end of the scene. So it'll actually keep keep your two momentum when you carry over to the next scene. Um, you see that there are lights, like lanterns or flashlights, uh, if you will, uh, over by the Zeppelin camp that have flicker on, and they're kind of like scanning the valley. Like they can't see very far, but you can see the light from here, like shining, and there's multiples of them scanning the valley. And scanning the area. You also notice that uh, those troopers, those rocket troopers in the sky, are circling the valley now, shining lights down on the valley. Okay, so I'm going to go and just say our actions have not gone unnoticed. Those uh, rocket Nazis are 
are coming overhead with lights. I, I, uh, I feel we should get undercover. It is nighttime. It is dark, hence the lights. So you do have that advantage, but um, they are they are on alert. Pavel, if you can work quick to destroy the bodies, you oh, and yes. Gregor, then we can uh, we can pull back, um, and we'll have to consider a, our approach again in the morning. A lightning knife too? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do that too, and like kind of burn it up, and oh yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going around and just inflicting horrible. So like searing, like like burn marks from the the lightning and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the bodies. Like Are you having the roots kind of break through them uh, as well? Oh yeah, it's just like draw and quarter, very fun stuff. Just pull them apart. This so doesn't take face Pavel at all. Fatigue for this. Uh, if I can actually roll, if you like, if you want me to roll, I can do that. No, because it's the end of a scene. So the way fatigue and stress works between scenes, as long as you can like justify mm. resting, it goes away. It's temporary. Okay. Injuries stay, but fatigue and and stress go away. So because we're between scenes, I'm not going to make you roll it. So so if that's the case, we can like stay here a little bit longer. I have other very fun thing I can do and make it closer and like you know just poof us away. I'm very useful and inconspicuous. Pavel, I like everything you're saying. Okay. Now, so, just tell me, though. Your yeah. your sister doesn't do this kind of stuff, does she? No, no, <laughs> no. She she makes cheese. Lots I like cheese. cheese. I do like yes. cheese. Yes. Head cheese. No, well. I mean, it's very tasty, but you'll die quickly. Very much cholesterol. Uh, yes, and the whole while I'm explaining this, I'm I'm summoning brutes to rip bodies apart. Yes, makes many cheese. <laughs> You're chatting about cheese and brutes just <laughs> intertwining go, with the bodies and ripping them. Go get them, Gregor. Tear them apart. <laughs> For the eyes. Henri, uh, Henri, Ruby, can you check the bodies and see if they've got any information on them? Mm -hmm. I doubt they will. They're troopers, but... Yeah, so... Be, the the truth on these guys are rank and file German soldiers. So these are like low level, bottom tier soldiers that you fought. Uh, so they don't have any intel or anything like that on them. They all are carrying Walther P series uh, handguns and carabiners, uh, carabiner four rifles. So okay. I don't know if anybody wants to grab those. We, gotta, uh, we should leave all their weapons. I mean, a demon yeah. isn't gonna isn't gonna take any loot them. Um, I have a question. As we're like kind of figuring out what to do and looking at the cave and what we've learned, can I make a tactics roll to see like if we can figure out like what's the best strategy? Because I have covert operations as my focus, so I feel like Henri could like actually plan what we should do. So you want to what read the the lay of the land and try and figure out the best course of action? Yeah. Now that here? we've like got yeah. Now that we've gone to the cave and like all the stuff that we know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear you. Yeah, you can. I'll let you roll it. Uh, tactics and reason. reason? Uh, it'll be a difficulty of two. You're under the cover of night. You're. It's a little stressful, so it's going to be a higher difficulty. And we lose our momentum. You're gonna. You lose one as you go into each scene. So it ticks down as you leave scenes. Like. We'll pick, like, I, I don't know where you're headed next, but it's going to be a new scene, right? Wherever you determine you want to go, be it the camp or the ruins or somewhere else, uh, it'll be a new scene. So you'll drop down to two. All right, I'm going to spend one. Ooh. 
There we go. I gained it back. Nice. Heck yeah. Some. Uh, so looking at the map of the valley and look at the lay of the land, you figure the woods to the south east of here may be good because they are dense, but it is close to the work camp, uh, and it is somewhat close to the Zeppelin, so it could be a little dangerous going over there, and you're going to have to go out in the wide open to get over there. Uh, so your best course might be staying up here on the up yeah. above the valley and making your way to the ruins because there again there's no guards over there whatsoever. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking we could make our way up here, then camp maybe in this little draw here tonight, and then assess the situation yeah. in the morning. I don't think we want to camp in the ruins, but yeah, that's where we get punished for pretending to be demons by meeting real demons. <laughs> <laughs> How far is long range, like, like conceptually, like on this map? Like, it, does it have? It's like, I mean, long range would be like three hundred meters. Because uh, far, yeah. Because one of one thing uh, Pavel can do is can take all of you on magical journey. 300 meters or so away. So there is long there range. there is the the. The thing at the bottom there. What's it called? <laughs> the uh, it shows you the the, the range oh, zero yes, to five hundred yeah, meters. Yes. So it is down there. So you can just kind of we'll just gauge three hundred meters based off of that uh, the measurement at the bottom left hand corner of the map, and you can just go northwards. Oh yeah, right. So it'll zip so, you I mean, pretty far away. We could get like we could literally like be from the the woods though and could, almost get right to the blimp. You're at the cave, and you want to go three hundred meters. I'm gonna say it's like. Yeah, it's somewhat close to where you want to camp, just based off of that that measurement in the bottom left-hand corner. If you use it to go down to the valley, it's going to pop you out in the open somewhere. And is there any reason that we've been told that we would want to go into the mine, besides that they're doing something in there? So you haven't told... No, not the mine, or the ruins themselves. Like, there's... Okay. You're here to gain intel, and to... Us, like what's going on blimp. why they're there figure out what the, the purpose of the blimp is and either destroy it or capture it or just leave with intel you don't even have to like take mm -hmm. on the, the zeppelin itself that was not part of your orders okay. but part, but we are supposed to figure out what's going on here and since yes. we're taking people into the mine and bringing them out we're probably gonna yeah. have to check out the mine anyway yeah. besides who doesn't want to check out a haunted mine or a haunted castle ruin where demons uh, blew out of hundreds Question. of years ago. Is it is it haunted if it's demons, or does it have to be like <laughs> ghosts for it to be haunted? Is there different That's word for like demon infestation? Possessed? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Pavel. This is your area of expertise. Scary. Not mine. Oh right. Yes. This is. Oh yes. Scary. That is good. I like that. Word. <laughs> All right, so course of action. We're leaving off. We're going north and camping for the night. Yes, yes. And then reassess. Huddle, huddle like friends. Listen, no, seriously, get close, everybody. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Don't be shy. You need to touch each other. Like huddle. Okay, everyone, hands in middle. Everyone did really good job. Good job, everybody. 
and then I'll cast Roots of Earth, and like a giant hole will open in Earth, and we'll get sucked into it, and then we'll pop up wherever it is we wanted to camp, 300 meters away. Just due north from here. I like it. Okay. I think uh, we're at a good place to leave off. Combat took a little longer than expected, but we did have some complications, but uh, it was good. It was good learning. Uh, let's do roundtable here. People can talk about what they got going on this week. Jeff, what are the lollygaggers got going on? What do you have going on? Uh, yeah, tomorrow night, uh, Delta Green, Possible Landscapes, uh, 7, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, and then Saturday, we're doing One Ring Second Edition uh, at like 5 over on twitch.tv slash lollygaggers. And then Monday, we're starting a new game. You can see uh, both uh, Jeremy and Matt in that one as we're playing Deadlands. Uh, we're going to oh, be cowboys. Cool. We're going to move some cattle. It's going to be yep. farmers. That's all they're going to do. Um, Yes, we're going to move cattle. We're going to lasso things. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to kill Chuck's character. <laughs> yep. Today. He earned it earlier today. Uh, awesome. Uh, Megan, have you played any more Twilight Imperium or any other board games? No, no, no more Twilight Imperium, dude. That's an investment of time I do not have, or did not have this week. But I did play King Domino. Um, it's kind of like Carcassonne, um, but a heck of a lot simpler. It's pretty schnazzy. Santa brought it to us, and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Quite cool. Like I've never heard of that. I was trying to explain uh, Twilight Imperium to a mutual friend of ours, Bill, uh, and I was like, Bill, it's like a like a ten hour investment. He's like, oh, oh, that's like a two day thing for me. It's amazing, Bill. It's amazing. Is he willing to come out of his house? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. Excellent. Uh, I told me we should, yeah. Anyways, uh, Aaron, what do you got going on the rest of the week? Uh, tomorrow, Friday, uh, on Garblag Games at 3 o'clock Central Standard Time, we'll be playing some more Monster of the Week. Then uh, next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll be playing some more Lex Arcana on Garblag Games. Then next Thursday at uh, 2.30 p.m. on Garblag Games. We'll be playing some Dune. Modiffy's 2D20 Dune before coming back here to punch Nazis. Yes. All right. And Jeremy, we're, pl we're both playing at Deadlands next week, Monday. What else you got going on? Um, Let's see. Doing some Lankmar on Goodman Games. Ooh, cool. cool. Very cool. Um, Deadlands. Uh, get some Pathfinder on Defenders of Cobalt Wednesday at 9 Central. But yeah, and then a week from now, just can't wait to come back and, you know, try to murder more Nazis. <laughs> Heroically. Yeah. Most of you were very proficient in combat. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, Megan, we gotta get we gotta get you a better weapon than a thumb knife. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and Evan, what do you got going on? Is this it right now? This is it right now, yeah. So next week, Thursday, killing more demon nazis all right cool yeah so like jeff said i'll be playing a deadlands next week monday on adventures and lollygagging and uh, then be back on thursday for more actun cthulhu uh, a big thank you again to modiphius for sending copies of these books for the new actun cthulhu to garblight games and uh thanks to the players and we'll see you next week thursday have a great week everybody